Sustainability judges businesses as a whole and has become an important item on the C-suite agenda and hence why it needs to be addressed holistically. My name is Daniela Wedema and I work for commercial insurance at Zurich Insurance Group. I'm here with my colleague Gabriel Durisch, our Global Head of Sustainability for Commercial Insurance. And we will be speaking during our podcast about sustainability in the commercial insurance space. So warm welcome to all our listeners out there and hi and welcome to Gabriel. Hi, Daniela. Hello, Gabby. So, Gabby, um, you've taken on this role relatively recently as our global head of sustainability for commercial insurance, and it's a newly created role. Can you tell us a bit about it? So, um, I became the head of sustainability for commercial insurance nearly a year ago. Uh, I'm really enjoying the role. Basically, what I'm employed to do is to translate the group sustainability strategy, working closely with group sustainability to understand what it means for our customers, how we can address and engage with our customers, how we translate the pillars that we've identified for our sustainability strategy into working with customers and developing products and solutions that meet their needs around sustainability. So really to, to underline the strong focus also of our commercial insurance business on sustainability now and in the future. And so sustainability is, of course, a very wide or broad um, topic and concept. How would you define it, Gabby? That's quite a tricky question because I think sustainability can be different for every company and every individual. Um, for individuals, it's about what's close to them, what means the most to them. Um, a lot of people, a lot of our retail customers focused on the environment and the, their environmental footprint and what they can do to improve it and to help us move to a more um, environmentally friendly way of living. Um, what we're looking at internally as, as our company's sustainability strategy, we look at three pillars. So we look at the one and a half degree future pillar, which is our environmental pillar. We look at the workforce sustainability, which is how we treat our workforce, how we develop them, how we help them learn and um, how we, we work with the talent pipeline. And then the third part of our strategy is around digital resilience. So as the world moves to a very IT and tech focused way of working and living, are we protecting our customers' data? Are we facilitating our company to work the best it can with the digital tools available? So that's how Zurich is looking at it. But when I look at our customers, um, it depends really on the types of products and services that are their key core business. So in very carbon intense industries, the focus is obviously on the climate and reducing the carbon footprint. But there are also companies looking at um, biodiversity, for example, or water usage and waste reduction. So all elements that impact the environment. I think for some of our customers where there isn't a heavy operational footprint, then they could be more aligned on our, our workplace sustainability. So looking at how they empower their people um, and give them the options that are sort of expected um, in the current, the current way that we're working. Yeah, so, so as you said, sustainability is very broad and comprehensive and to a certain extent, even almost uh, there is a very individual or um, subjective definition of it needed. Um, and you touched upon this actually already a little bit, but if we were to look at companies and more precisely at our customers, 
how are we seeing our customers addressing sustainability and the potential risks associated with it? I think our customers are focused a lot on the opportunities coming out of sustainability. I think what we're seeing at the moment, the world is changing very rapidly. Um, the way companies are operating and consumer needs are also changing or actually not necessarily needs, but expectations um, companies have to protect their brand, especially when it comes to sustainability. And so as an insurer, we're looking at the risks that come out of those opportunities um, and some of the things that could impact our customers as well as our business. Uh, we're looking at the across the, the three sort of traditional sustainability risks, the, um, the physical risk from climate change, The transitional risk that could be associated with policy change or an increased carbon tax um, or changing customer opinion or views on brand. Um, and then the final one is the, the liability risk. So if companies don't move quick enough to address sustainability issues, um, how would that then reflect in their risk profiles? So you mentioned in terms of transitioning to a more sustainable future, mainly linked to climate change, it is probably fair to say that, you know, if, if companies do not change the way they operate or they run their core business, they may be pushed um, to do so by either regulators, investors or public opinion. How are we at Zurich supporting our customers with this transition? I think engagement is the key here, really. Um, we need to understand what changes our customers are making, the opportunities that they're addressing and the risks that they're facing. And each customer is different. So it's important that we start a dialogue and we understand really what they're facing. We are looking at what's publicly available, so the sustainability strategies of our customers and weaving common themes throughout those. Another thing that we're doing to support our customers is um, we work very closely with groups and organizations like the WEF, where we've produced our global risk report to highlight some of the risks that we're seeing that they face um, and maybe help them understand what's the most important to look at um, over the next few years. The other thing we're looking at is the carbon intensity of our customers. So this gives an indication of those that might be facing the biggest transition risk. If they're very carbon intense and public policy changes rapidly, more rapidly than they're expecting, how quickly they need to adapt their operations to address these changing policies. Thanks, Gabby, for outlining all the initiatives that we're already undertaking to, to help our customers with the transition um, to a more sustainable future. Now we're already actually on our last question, and I'm afraid, Gabby, it might be the toughest, actually. So insurers are integrating climate change considerations with their underwriting decisions. And this might, of course, cause additional pressure for risk managers. Um, what is the best way to approach this challenge? And also maybe you could say a few words on how we support customers with this. I think the most obvious challenge um, that people talk about and that's mentioned a lot is physical risks associated with climate change. So this is the impact of increasing natural hazard events or maybe the severity or frequency of a storm will increase. So they become more severe or they happen more often. And here um, the assumption is that it might result in 
increased losses or infrastructure damages that would impact the profitability of the insurance book. So we model all of this type of risk into our pricing already. It's been it's been included in our pricing for many many years, um, and we have a very talented team of cap modelers um, and natural peril experts who are looking at this for us. So one thing um, that we have actually developed is the climate change resilience services, which is where our expert risk engineers can come and assess these type of hazards and how they might impact um, locations or sites. And they can provide recommendations about how you can improve your resilience against this type of event. Um, So that's one thing that customers can do if they want to improve their resilience. Another thing that I would recommend is for them to start looking, and many of our customers are already looking at this, but to start looking at your operations and your emissions. Um, Setting science-based targets is useful as it shows that you're making a conscious decision to work towards a greener operations or low-carbon operations. Um, And it helps with the engagement and the discussion when we can understand what changes companies are making and why they're making those changes. Thank you very much, Gabby, for your time and sharing your experience. You've definitely gained a lot of valuable insights that we will put to use for our customers. Thanks, Tanya. It's a really interesting time to be working in insurance, I think. There's a lot going on and um, I'm looking forward to doing the role. Absolutely. And I'm sure you and the team will make the difference here. Also, a big thank you to our listeners. We will be, of course, sharing further podcasts on our usual channels. So please stay tuned for more. Thank you very much. 